Hello, good evening, and welcome to the latest episode of La Magicast. I'm your host, Scott Munro. Welcome to episode 161. Uh, we will be reviewing Roma 2, Lecce 1 from last night, the the dourest of dourest of 2-1 victories against Lecce with 10 men, and playing with a back three and two defensive midfielders against 10 men. Uh, with me tonight, I've got Imran. How are we? I'm okay, thank you. Before we go into yesterday's uh, review, uh, today is World Mental Health Day, and I know a lot of people are struggling out there. Um, me, myself, uh, I struggle, I've been struggling with mental health for nine years, almost ten years now. Um, help is always out there. Um, please don't bottle it up. Please talk to someone. Um, it's okay not to be okay. Um, I struggled a couple of years ago, especially with lockdown, uh, and then the latter part of 2020 when I was suffering again. Uh, I've had some problems with my personal life with in in the last couple of years. It's always good to uh, open up. Counselling helps. Um, there is people out there, especially here in the UK. Uh, Mind is a is a wonderful charity, and the Samaritans. And please, please, please. Um, if you are suffering and feeling not the greatest, please do talk to someone. It really does help. Um, I just wanted to bring that up because it, today is World Mental Health Day and I've seen other people post stuff. I posted stuff this morning and this afternoon on some social media platforms. And um, it's it's good to open up. I'm always going to be open always going to be honest about my dealings with uh mental health and uh my problems with it in the last couple of years so bear with me and <laughs> i'm a, i'm in a good place the last couple of years have been really good but i have been in dark places and help has helped that so if you are struggling again for the third time i'm saying this please 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 do speak to someone i just wanted to bring that up and uh i hope you uh i hope you do feel better yeah, that's no, a good point. No, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. Um, yeah, um, it's, important. it's important. Yes, yes, definitely. Not to start uh, on a somber note, but should we talk? No, should... but I mean, like, yeah. you know, just to just to uh, continue a bit, it's uh, it's really important because there's help out for you know any other condition, mm. uh, and uh, should be less stigma about this, and uh, people should. Uh, you know, people should definitely go for the help because it can make you feel so much better. I work professional with these, uh, uh, with these type of patients uh, from my experience from uh, family medicine, and um, you, the the people you see uh, when they came to your office the first day and when they leave, let's say a year after, it's completely different. You made such mm-hmm. a big difference from them. It's incredible, and. Um, you know, there's evidence, uh, there's proof that uh, it works. Uh, you just need to, you just need to um, get in touch. And um, sometimes you need to speak to someone. Other times, you need professional help. But the professional help is out there, so it's good you mention it. No, no, it's always, it's it's a subject that's always close to my heart, and it always will be. Um, I've got mates who suffer with mental health, and uh, and I just wanted to bring it up today. Um, shall we talk about the football? Let's do it. Roma got uh, got back to winning ways. I would say get got back to winning ways. They won their second game in a row in Serie A. It wasn't the most convincing performances. 
Roma won 2-1 against Lecce, um, who didn't start off great. Roma really, really started well. And Chris Smalling, man of the hour, uh, again, scored from a set piece. I think Roma are turning into set piece FC with two goals yesterday. Uh, Morton got Imran, I'm going to butcher his surname. I do apologise. <laughs> Jordmund? Yeah, that's, I'm not Danish. They have a very, you know, the Danish have a very specific way yeah. or a certain way of pronouncing the name, but Yulman, uh, something Yulman. like that. Got, uh, yeah, he got sent off in a contentious way. Him and Andrea Bellotti went for a 50-50 ball. I jokingly put a tweet out saying VAR and then did say that later on, it wasn't a red card. That was very soft. But in the UK, because there was a Premier League game on at the same time, Everton played Manchester United. BT actually asked uh, Peter Walton, who was a former Premier League ref, and he said red card. And I was like, okay. That was a bit strange, where both pundits and both the co-commentator, uh, Tony Dorigo, and the commentator, Adam Summerton, just said, no, nah, that's a bit soft and not a red card. Um, and then Gabriel Strafetza, who has played in Serie A before. I think he played for Spal. I think he's played for a couple of other clubs in Serie A. Uh, scored again. I think he scored in, is it three consecutive games for Lecce? A very yeah, good, that's true. Yeah. Um, a bit of a scrappy goal, but it was a good finish for him. And then Paolo Dybala scored from the penalty spot after Sammy Abraham got fouled after his introduction at halftime. And then Paolo Dybala injured himself and taken a penalty and is going to be out for four to eight weeks, uh, which was found out today. Imran, 2-1. A win's a win. But it wasn't convincing, was it? It wasn't at all. It was a dreadful performance. It it was shocking. It was, it was. And uh, uh, three points, yeah. But, you know, uh, I know a lot of people saying that we just, yeah, you know, four points from... Uh, of Napoli and etc uh, etc et but yeah we're four points off now but we won't be four points off later in the season it's it, it, I, I I mean people might say that uh, we're being uh, or I will speak for myself uh, you know people might say that I'm being negative etc etc but nah this <laughs> it's it was. I, I don't know where we're going from uh, from here. I don't know what we're trying to do. I don't know where we're going. Uh, I don't know how, you know, how we can end up in this position where you're playing against Lecce, uh, one of the weakest sides in Serie A, uh, against ten men Lecce, and you decide that it's a good idea to 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 fall back deep and uh, and and try to. You know, intercept and go for counterattacks. I, I don't understand these uh, these uh, these tactics um, because whether it's intentional or not, uh, that's uh, that's another point. Because uh, that's actually besides the point because it keeps happening all the time. If it's not uh, part of the point, then it should be addressed. And Mourinho didn't look very happy after the game. So obviously, there's something wrong, but. Uh, he knows that he doesn't want to play this way. He's not happy with the performance. He's not happy with um, the way the team performed. And he said that perhaps, uh, because, I mean, he said that uh, the players didn't follow his instructions uh, because this this was not what he asked them to do. And then you have to ask a question, uh, um, you know, uh, as a response to that. Uh, 
well, is he, how good he, is he at getting across his messages, his tactical instructions, are they difficult to understand? I don't understand why they should be, because he's, um, you know, one of the most experienced uh, coaches, you know, in the history of football, one of the best coaches, if you look at his legacy and everything. So, I, I I'm struggling to understand because you know he's done a he, he he's done a great job uh, on, on several fronts. I mean <clears throat> his enthusiasm it's beautiful to see the passion around the team attracting some big name players. But got the, got the crowds back. Yeah, got the crowds back. Won, I mean, and won a trophy uh, last season. Won a trophy and everything, but then. You see performances like this, which um, has been happening too often. I mean, if if you're being honest, I mean, if you if if you're being honest, ninety percent of the time we play like this. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's and why you know we always have Mourinho fans defending him in our mentions and saying that <laughs> the squad is poor. Yeah, but Udinese score, the squad is not better. The Atalanta squad is not better. If they, if if it's better, then, I mean, what has been happening the past 15 months where they were going to build or, you know, construct a team. So, um, you know, now we're suddenly starting to speak about Mikitarian. I mean, how important his was. But come on, I mean, a 33-year-old guy who <laughs> everyone said was the right decision uh, you know for him to leave uh, and not offer him a new contract suddenly we're saying that yeah but you know he was so important for the attack that just shows you how how um, fragile um, the team is if we are so heavily dependent or reliant on a 33 year old attack for uh, I mean attacking midfielder for for our attack to work or the lack of uh uh, Vinaldum. I mean, now people say well, yeah. Vinaldum. Yeah, you know, Vinaldum is not there. That's why we don't have it. Uh, that was my I mean, next question. Be, yeah, was, but I mean, yeah. but uh, is, is that's not a healthy sign? That's not a healthy sign for any club, for any team uh, to be so heavily dependent or reliant on a player. You can lose some, uh, you know, you can lose some aspect of the game by losing uh, players because they have because they have certain characteristics. But, you know, for a system to completely, you know, crumble and uh, fall to ruins against a team like Lecce, I mean, that's uh, unheard of for me. That's unheard of. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be. It's a silly uh, excuse. And uh, if, you, if you look at Napoli, they lost, uh, you know, integral members of the squad. They lost three, for mass, a, they lost massive, three massive players. Important players. I mean, and you know, to be honest, I th- I thought they were done and dusted. Me uh, too. But then they had they had a really good end to the mercato, so I was like, okay, you know, this looks interesting. And they have uh, had some players who who came in and uh, did really good. Uh, and uh, I mean, imagine if uh, if they were in a similar situation. It's really easy to blame the club, uh, club's poor results on uh, the players you sell or the lack of 
certain profile. But this squad is not. Uh, this squad is more than good enough to play better football. This mm. squad is more than good enough to to dominate Lecce. I mean, come on, let's be honest. Uh, this uh, team shouldn't be struggling like that. That's why I'm asking all the time. Uh, we're playing like this for ninety percent of the time, and. I don't see where we go from here. Okay, we might get a full squad back, but will we play differently? I'm not so sure about that. Because, uh, so uh, um, for me, it's the same. And, you know, people say that we say, you know, we keep saying the same things all the time. But yeah, but we see the same results all the time. We see mm. the same performance all the time. We have to highlight what we see, and this is what we see all the time. What do you want to say? It's, it's. Uh, uh, I mean, to find excuses for a poor performance against. Let you know you have you have to find the culprits, and there are many factors for that. And to say that Mourinho has absolutely no blame in the way the team plays—that's that's stupid. That's ridiculous because he's the highest-paid coach in the history uh, in in Serie A and the history of Roma. He has to, you know, uh, organize his team uh, to play in a better way because he has done a lot of, like I said, he has done a lot of good things, uh, but something is missing. It's that killer instinct is where the teams, I would say we were a bit more quality. I would say Napoli of recent weeks. Look what they did to Ajax midweek. I come out of football, I was at another game, and I was I was shocked with what I saw as a result at 6-1. They beat Cremonese 4-1 yesterday. They were one all with about 20 minutes to go and 1-4-1. There's that killer instinct. I think Roma are lacking that at the moment. Yeah, it's it's uh, they're playing in you know the Spalletti's team can be really lethal, especially oh, yeah. especially in attack. But you know his weakness is that somewhere along the way he'll screw know, it up. Yeah, because he will he can screw up you know in an important game yeah. to Lecce at home. You know they will just stagnate and uh, completely miss the target. Uh, that's his weakness. Uh, he will give you top four. He will be <laughs> up there, but some, you know, he doesn't have the edge to take you all the way, and uh, that's that's fair. But right now, I mean, we have to be honest. If uh, if you if his, if his name was Mourinho, he would have been slaughtered by now mm. for his performances. I mean, remember uh, Rudy Garcia, the performances under. Paolo Fonseca, especially in his Paolo Fonseca, but Rudy Garcia, year. especially because he had been there for two years, yeah. and he 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 in his third season. I mean, it's already in the sixth season, we, we we didn't play that good, especially towards the end of the season. We were underperforming, ridiculous performances, and now we have now we have uh, Mourinho. If his name was Rudy Garcia, I think he would be under heavy criticism right now, but. He's uh, a bit immune to it due to his uh, big name, and um, the media hasn't, you know, started asking questions yet. And uh, but I think it's natural to ask questions uh, after a performance like the one we saw yesterday. We've seen it too often. We saw it against Betis. We, you know, you have to ask, uh, you know, the million-dollar question: How do we fix it? And uh, uh, I haven't been convinced by the answers uh, by Pinto or Mourinho so far. No, um, it was very strange performance yesterday. There was I was a bit perplexed in the second half. Uh, two one up, Dybala gets off injured. You bring Matic on, 
why did you bring Matic on? You could have brought on someone else. You could have brought on Al Shawari. You could have brought Aldor Shmaradov. You could have maybe brought on Manny Camera and or could have gone to a back four and maybe taken off Mancini or someone another centre half. It was quite negative tactics. Um, it was, but Scott, did you did you did you think seriously it would have made any difference? Not really. I think no, it would because, just because uh, let me ask you like this. Okay, let's say Matic came on uh, yeah. to what to control the midfield. Did we control right. the midfield? Mm. Bits and pieces, uh, yes and no. Yes, okay. If El Sharabi would have come on, would we have killed the game? I'm not so sure because it was it was such a strange performance. It was such a uh, it was just such a strange performance. It was such a boring uh, game because we never uh, we never really dominated against a ten man lecture. I mean, we were just hanging in there, basically. It was a bit negative yesterday, wasn't it? It was just, why? Why? You could have got brought an extra attacking player up front to help with the attack, to help Bellotti or uh, Tammy Abraham when he came on, but it was just stagnant. It was just the back three playing balls to each other, trying to create space, trying to get the wing backs a little bit higher up in Zaleski and Spinazzola because Spinazzola came on for Vigna at halftime and Zaniolo was taken off for Abraham. It was just, oh, I was perplexed. I was thinking, is it victory over, is it like points over performance? Because they started like a steam train and could have been 3-0 up after about 10 minutes. And then they just stagnated and then got the penalty and then just sat deeper and deeper and deeper. They created chances. The XG was, I think, two, maybe close to three. And then, uh, you know, I'm so tired of this thing. <laughs> uh, XG. We speak about XG every, every game. You know, it's so it's always close to two or three. But yeah. Scott, seriously, what you see on the pitch, uh, it doesn't uh, it doesn't tell anything about nah. the poor quality of the performance that mm. we see week in week out. It's uh, I mean, if you look at last season, you uh, just look at it, you know, the three nil derby that we won. Yeah. Why was it a one off? Why can't we see yeah. it more often? Yeah. It was the perfect match. It was the perfect game. We completely dominated. Why can't we see it more often? If you can do it uh, for seventy odd minutes against Juventus at Olympico, why can't you do it for ninety minutes? I mean, what's missing? Uh, the same players um, dominated Lazio, uh, you know, more or less. Uh, we have even a better team. So, obviously, we should be able to do that. We should be able to dominate our opponents. Why don't we see it more often? This is, you know, these are the questions I ask myself. Why do we have to witness the performance against uh, Lecce yesterday? You know, in, in the previous game, we've been saying, yeah, you know, we were unlucky. It's just the most inefficient team ever. Mm. No, it's not as easy as that. Why is it in a, uh, so inefficient? Uh, there must be a reason to that because if you are consistently inefficient or consistently inconsistent, the, the, there has to be a reason for that. You can't just blame the players uh, for being inconsistent because if it happens, you know, you can blame the players for being inconsistent if it happens every now and then because they could they could have a day off, you know, not fully concentrated or whatever. But if it happens um, on a regular basis, then I think it 
it goes deeper than that. There's something wrong with the the system, the overall uh, performance of the team, and uh, that's beyond uh, you know just having a poor squad, a poor team, or um, you know players having day off. You can you know seven players cannot have a day off uh, at the same time. There needs to be worked upon one way or another, but we haven't seen any difference and my question is now okay where do we go from here if we're going to have uh, a perfect performance against Betis or we're going to win against Betis and then we're going to face Sampdoria it's too much up and down it's uh, I, I, I don't think that at some point you need consistency uh, in the right way I mean not the consistency that we have because we're consistently inconsistent uh, yeah, uh, and we need to be consistently, you know, good mm. uh, quality performances. Once you get that, then of course we can start thinking about um, you know objectives. But right now, our objective should be to find the consistency, and then we can start speaking about where we can end up. Because you know, the sad part about this is that you so badly want this to work out. Oh, gotcha. You know? You, you know, I I so badly want these things, this project to work out because I really like Mourinho as a person. He's, he, you know, his charisma, his um, legacy, the code. You really want it to work out. But when it's not working out, when uh, when the team is not performing like they should and they are underperforming, it's, you have to ask the questions on how you can fix it. Uh, and yeah, that's that. That's my only issue with everything here. I was going to say football heritage, but I'll leave that for another another time. Do you think it's the the word that no one really likes? What we speak about, it's mental fragility. I don't think it's mental fragility. No. I don't think uh, uh, which mental fragility are we speaking about against ten men Lecce? I mean, which men, which mental strength does Lecce have? That they can, I mean, uh, I'm not saying that Lecce had a good game. It's rather us had a that go in week in, week game. out. Yeah. We have bad games. We make our opponent look better than they are week in, week out. I don't think it's about mental fragility. I know that Roma has had issues with, um, you know, being mentally fragile uh, against big teams. Uh, on certain occasions, we have had heavy losses. We have uh, choked when it really matters. When it really mattered, uh, that's. I mean, this this team perhaps will struggle from the same thing if if, it, if it's put under that situation. But right now, that's that's not the issue. That's not the main issue. That's uh, that's so far from being the main issue. That's. Uh, that's just a drop in the sea right now because uh, if we were to fight for the Scudetto, if we were going to fight for the Scudetto, I'm sure that we would choke somewhere along the way. Then you can start speaking mm-hmm. about mental fragility because the team not being able to perform would really matter. But we, we're not there. Our issues are fundamental, the basics. We are struggling to play 
uh, we are struggling to dominate uh, our opponent. We are struggling to put in quality performances. There's uh, everything about this team is so labored. I mean, imagine a labor performance against Tenman Lecce. Uh, it's unforgivable. It was strange. It was perplexing. Perplexing. It was yeah. Oh, so even a word. Uh, it was perplexed. I was just. It was very strange. And he, I said lethargic, laboured, unconvincing. You play with a back three against ten men, and where you could have switched it up and be a bit more attack, attacking. It was very negative, and I felt that with Roma quite a lot recently. That there is there is lacking a killer instinct, and I mentioned Napoli because they are the it team at the moment. And lo and behold, who do Roma have in thirteen days' time at the Olimpico? Napoli, and I'm absolutely shitting myself at the, at the prospect of that game because uh, um, it's, it's horrible to think about. It's, gonna, it's time and time again it happens. Like, Roma are so Jekyll and Hyde. It's it's unbelievable. You get the highs and the highs, even not, not playing well, of winning in at San Zero, the ecstasy, and then the low, the absolute lowest of lows of losing to Betis and then pulling in a performance like that, you can see why the curve of Sud was quiet yesterday. And I've seen fans on social media who actually went to the game who were like questioning the performance. I imagine Roma Radio and all the papers in Rome today were questioning the performance. I imagine Antonio Cassano is literally having a massive field day of what he thought of yesterday, even though his opinions are I nearly always going to swear that or absolutely a joke, um, especially about Haaland. Um, but no, it's just, it was baffling. You just want to see a team attack and with fluidity and chemistry. And they don't have that at the moment. A lot of the players in this squad are underperforming and underachieving. And I said this to James last week. Do you, this, this will be my final question, uh, point on, on, on yesterday. Do you think some big players will have to be dropped soon? Yes, they have to because yeah. they're not performing. But I don't blame the players because uh, <laughs> it's like uh, it's like Danny said. Um, I will speak to Danny. Uh, I mean, I think he said it on WhatsApp that uh, currently, I mean, he, because he, he didn't want to blame Abraham for the poor performances. He said it's like coming to a job and the boss gives you a typewriter instead of a laptop. How can you, <laughs> yes. you know, how can you perform uh, when you're giving, you know, that is, is more or less the same for the players. They are suffering from, uh, from a dysfunctional system. Uh, you see uh, it's affecting their confidence. You can see the misses that uh, Abraham has had. So I don't think it's necessarily due to that. Uh, I think it, it's it, our problems. I think once you have a good system, every 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 player will start uh, <clears throat> performing well, and uh, the team will start performing well. So we just need to figure that out. And so far, we haven't been able to do it. But I'm still, I'm still. Hopeful, I'm still optimistic because I really want this to work out. I cannot stress this enough. I really want this to work out. That's why. That's perhaps why I get 
um, even more disappointed when things don't go our way because um, um, week in week out you have uh, hope you're optimistic that things will uh, get better but they don't so the disappointment is you know even bigger imagine if we actually won with a bit of purpose this is this is roma winning guys we actually won yeah, yesterday <laughs> That's the thing, Scott. Yeah. If if yes, if yesterday yesterday's game, because you know, every people might be thinking, oh, you know, look at these guys so negative after yeah. the win. It's not about the win. If it's the way they played, it's 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 the way they played. But if the way they played had been a one-off, you know, I wouldn't have cared. Mm. But it's uh, it's like I said, ninety percent of the time we, we play like this. This is how we play all the time, and. To talk, I mean, ultimately, you want things to change perhaps a bit when you play a 10-man match, but it doesn't. And, you know, it's so labored. You need two set pieces, uh, two uh, goals, you know, through set pieces to win against Lecce. Of course, it's not going to create uh, optimism, enthusiasm, and then the performance. Uh, performance is, uh, I mean... Uh, if you're a team with you know really high ambitions, which of course we are not uh, in Real Madrid, Barcelona, they <laughs> they they boo these type of performances. Mm-hmm. You know, they Get the white hankies out. Players, yeah, yeah. I've seen it happen on TV. Um, I think that's I think that's probably enough about on the on the performance about yesterday. Shall we go into listeners' questions? Let's do it. We got some listeners' questions. If I just close my tab down. Uh, so Paul Jones, who is a Chelsea Crawley, and I think he is also a Barcelona fan. He also does watch a little bit of Serie A. Um, I sent a tweet out lunchtime. I was in the office today. So, um, he asked me how serious is Dybala's injury? Four to eight weeks. Oh, injured taking a penalty. Yeah. Muscular injury. Yeah. Is it uh, thigh? Is it thigh injury? Yeah, it doesn't look good. Bad risk, yeah. Yeah, he could miss. Oh, I'm just trying the to World think. Cup. Could miss it or early parts of the World Cup, or will he be risked? It that's the that's the question. You want to take a guy like him to the World Cup? Yeah. With a muscular injury, when he's going to miss probably half the tournament, so, half the, yeah. Especially when he's not going to be a starter. If he get if he recovers in four weeks, which would be ideal, then because I think it's uh, we're speaking about uh, you know um, uh, some type of uh, muscular uh, in- injury, you know. Um, second or third degree, which can require um, time to heal properly. That's why they give, because four to eight weeks, that's, you know, we're speaking about the huge span. Uh, so it's not a very accurate um, estimation as per now. But uh, I think the next few weeks will give us better understanding of how the tear has uh, healed or, you know. It's his luck and probably our luck that he actually got injured taking a penalty it you can see his reaction when he was substituted and at times in the second half you can see the camera pan to him and he's shirtless he looks dejected a little bit pissed off it, it, i thought he was going to cry on the touchline to be honest and i wouldn't blame him if he did he just looked fed up and he had the ice pack on the thigh it's it's rotten luck isn't it 
is it really just unlock now? I don't know. Or is it? Or is it just? Yeah. Or is it just? I don't know. Too many muscle injuries. Yeah. Is it? Uh, we, we could probably do a podcast during the winter break, a winter break during the World Cup break about injuries and injuries of, of Roma this season and the dreaded cruise ship curse. From Some of them have been unfortunate. Some of them have been unfortunate. Mm. Uh, the fractures, you cannot do anything about them. Uh, Mancini, the Mancini I think. injuring his own player, Afina Gian <laughs> injuring his own player. So he had two two players injured by their own teammates, one in a game and one in, in training. That's unlucky. <laughs> That's oh, unlucky. So we unlucky. But these muscular injuries, I think it's more due to the heavy, you know, the congested the fixture. Yeah. And, yeah. The workload. This Not season, optimal recovery. Yeah, this season is unique in other ways. It's, it's a condensed. We've repeat ourselves over it. Um, Headband Totti, he asks, who do you think we should rely on now that La Hoya is out for quite a while? How would you line up your attack? Um, and what kind of situation do you think could be the turning point for Roma this season? And then Roma Addict replied with, a nice gif of Stefan Al Sharawi with his thumb, thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, it has to be Zaniolo. He has to be. Yeah, has to be uh, the main guy now. Point. Yeah. Yes. Unfortunately, he hasn't been so good. It was, it was a frustrating performance yesterday on Thursday as well. Uh, but uh, I think it's natural that he steps in that role, and then Pellegrini behind him, and. Uh, then Abraham or Belotti on top. Yeah. Uh, and what kind of situation do you think could be the turning point for our season? If Roma can actually sneak a result in Betis on Thursday, that could be I massive. That could be massive. I think yeah. if if we have a convincing performance where mm-hmm. we go out there, we try to play, um, we try to play our game uh, and uh, we press high, we, uh, you know, we have a collective quality performance, then I think it could be a turning point because then they could have a reference point because so far this season, we haven't had many reference points. You know, but last season, I mean, my reference point uh, in terms of performance and the Marino is the Derby. I mean, that's the, you know, the ideal way of playing uh, because if you do that, then you win ma- matches. So I think you, we just need, uh, we just need, like you said, if it's uh, whether it's Betis or Napoli. I think if you have a good performance that you can build on, then that's the ideal situation. But you have to; it has to be convincing. It has to be a quality performance. It has to be dominating, and uh, then you have to build on that. Uh, so that's my, that's my, yeah, ideal. Uh, situation. Not completely agree. If they can get a result away at Real Betis, who have were flying in the Europa League, uh, and then try and get a result against Napoli, who literally are the most informed team in Europe right now, it would be a, a good reference point because, yeah, completely agree. I think the reference points for probably from last season and the last half of the season is the Derby, the the second leg against Bodo, where they, they tore them apart in, a set, in the, the first half. And then, yeah, I'm trying to think of the, the Conference League final, maybe. Um, the way they played and 
with a bit of grinter and determination. Yeah, I would go with that. Our final question is from Samuel Fear. And I will say, Samuel, congratulations are in the air because uh, congratulations on your newborn. I saw the pictures last week. Um, I hope mother and your new child are doing well. Uh, his, his question is, and it's probably something we've been talking for like the last half hour about. Um, what's your guy's take on Roma sitting back despite being a man up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I think we spoke about it. That's uh, really, that's, uh, I don't know if embarrassing is the right word, but uh, yeah, that is embarrassing. Yeah, uh, Sam, just listen to the first 25 minutes of the podcast. You're probably thinking, yeah, it's um, yeah, it wasn't great. Um, it's typical Roma at times. Um, very lethargic, um, no energy, a bit of desperation. Yeah, all the above. And, and what Imran said, it was... An embarrassment, and the guys on BT Sport, and I think are probably other fans and other platforms are probably thinking the same. I will just say thank you very much to the guys who, who sent in questions. Imran, do you have anything else we could bring up to talk about from yesterday's game, or we've literally written the rule and talked, talked our face blue about Roma winning, but the performance wasn't great? I think... We've ranted enough. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a couple of ranty podcasts. It's not all negative. Roma got the win. We're in fifth place. Lazio are playing tonight away at Fiorentina. Uh, Atalanta and Udinese drew one of the best games I've seen this season. Um, there's been some interesting results in Serie A. Uh, so Roma is still fifth, but I think reality... No, sorry. They're four points off Napoli, but in reality, they're miles off Napoli. Napoli are streets ahead of the best team in Serie A this season. And in just 13 days' time, they play each other. And so that could be interesting to watch. Spalletti versus Mourinho. Both games last season were two draws. one nil nil, which was not the best of games. And then the one all draw in April, just after Easter. One of Roma's better performances of the second half of last season. So we'll, we'll wait and see. Roma do have Be- Real Betis on Thursday, and then they've got Sampdoria on Monday. It's the the early Monday kickoff because I think Fiorentina have got the Monday game afterwards as well because they're also in European com uh, in European competitions. I think they've got Hearts again. Yes, they've got Hearts. So yeah, it's a couple interesting games. Sampdoria have got a new coach in Dayton Stankovic, and they drew nil nil at the weekend, didn't they? In run away at Bologna. They did. They was did. it one one or was it? Uh... Oh, I missed it. I was coming back from a game in just outside London, so I may have missed that. I mi- I missed all of Saturday's games in Serie A, but yeah, <laughs> that's okay. No, I missed it, but um, I think probably should wrap this podcast up. We've been going for almost forty minutes, and we don't want to make it another ranty podcast. Um, guys, you can follow us at lamagicast.com and find all our previous episodes on the website and you can find us on all the podcast platforms apple soundcloud Podbean, TuneIn, and spotify the apple podcast situation is now fixed so the podcast should now be seen on your podcast feed there was a situation where a couple of podcasts were not being 
seen was it the previous two or three were not being seen on the apple podcast but it's now fixed perfect oh my god we we got there yeah me and sam were like in constant uh talking about it it's like oh what's going on what's going on why not why is it not being on there uh but then and then you also chimed in as well go what's going on but yeah we got there on all on the platforms um imran absolute pleasure again on on this monday evening we've We've talked a lot about performances and I know Roma won, but we got there in the end, didn't we? Yeah, we did. But thank you very much for joining me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, We will have a review episode on, uh, I'm trying to think out the date, if it's best to do it Thursday night or Friday. I, I do have a guest and he's a wonderful guest and someone that Imran does know I'm not going to reveal my sources because I'm trying to sort uh, sort out a time later on in the week but thanks again for joining ciao thank you ciao